49 years ago, the revival began in my church in Luton. And one of the earliest ways in which I can remember explaining to people what God wanted to do in our lives was to use this simple illustration. And it's just as valid today as it was then. If you just watch my hands for a moment, this hand represents you and this hand represents Jesus. And we are forever saying, Lord Jesus, come, come to me. Come and bless me, come and heal me, come and fill me, come. And the Lord is saying, child, come to me. Come to me. Come to me, all who are thirsty. Come to me, all who are burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to me. So there's this kind of tug of war going on, where you're saying, come to me, and Jesus is saying, come to me. So someone has to give in and you're only allowed one guess as to who that is. <laughs> All the way through the New Testament, as well as the Old Testament in fact, but if we just confine ourselves to Jesus for a moment, <clears throat> God is saying, come, come, come. When he was teaching the people, he said in, in uh, John chapter 6, it is the spirit who gives you life. Your natural life counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you contain the life of God's spirit. Now, it requires some humility on our part to believe what Jesus says, that our natural life actually counts for nothing. His life, the life of the Spirit, is supernatural. And the word supernatural means above the natural or greater than the natural. So why trust in the natural when we have the supernatural? And Jesus is really saying to the people, God's purpose can never be fulfilled through your natural life because your natural life counts for nothing. That all his purposes will only be fulfilled through his supernatural life, through the Spirit. And so... <clears throat> A little after he was teaching this, Jesus was speaking at the last great day of the feast. And he said, come to me and drink. Come and 
drink. Drink of living water. And if you come and drink, rivers of living water will flow out of you. But only if you drink of that living water can the living water flow out. And John has to explain, because Jesus didn't specifically state what he meant, John explains by this he meant the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that was not yet given because he was not yet glorified. So here Jesus is in his ministry saying, come, come follow me, come if you're burdened and I will give you rest, come to me and drink of the living water. This, of course, is the water that flows from the throne of God that he's been speaking to us about in recent weeks, especially in that vision of seeing the water flowing from the pure, clear water flowing from the throne of God, Jesus coming over the water, and we're standing on the bridge. I don't need to repeat the whole thing to, uh, again to you tonight. But then right at the end of the New Testament, right at the end of the book of Revelation, the last invitation that God gives to us is this. The Spirit and the Bride say, come. Let him who hears say, come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. Now, we have the Holy Spirit. The scripture tells us that Jesus had the Spirit without limit. In other words, there was no limit to the way in which the Holy Spirit could function in his life. The disciples, the first disciples, received the Holy Spirit, as we know, on the day of Pentecost. They were then baptized in the Holy Spirit. And we read about that in chapter 2 of Acts. But in chapter 4, they received the Spirit all over again. God moves in response to their prayer. What are they praying for? They're praying for greater harvest. We will speak the word with boldness. We will see your hand stretch out to heal and performing many mighty works. They were praying for more anointing because the opposition to the gospel was hardening. The persecution was getting stronger. And Jesus answered their prayer by shaking the building. And they all got filled with the Holy Spirit again. When they were praying that evening, they were thirsty for more of Jesus, more of his Spirit. 
they realized they needed something more from God. That was not a denial of what they'd already received, but it was a recognition that in the circumstances in which they were placed, they needed more. And they obviously understood this principle that if they needed more, they needed to come to the one who could give them more. They had to come to the source of the life that they needed to receive. Now, we can be thankful to God for the life and power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We can thank him for all that he has accomplished in us and through us. We can, we can thank him for what he's doing in our lives now. We can thank him for the increasing way in which we see the Spirit of God moving in the church and in the lives of many people within the church. It seems that a momentum is gathering pace. Things are happening, more things are happening. But God has put before us that his purpose for this season, for this time, is the harvest that is going to see a multitude of people. I mean, don't let's underestimate. This is what harvest is. It might begin slowly, but ultimately a multitude of people are going to come out of darkness into light. They're going to come out of the world and into the kingdom of God. And so I believe we're like those disciples who are, were not denying what God had already given them. I mean, great things were all happening. They were already speaking with boldness. Two of them had just been thrown in prison and miraculously released. They were seeing mighty things happen, like the healing of the beggar at the temple gate. It isn't that, uh, you know, things were not going well. Things were going very well. But in the circumstances in which they were placed, they needed more. And I believe God is saying that to us tonight. If you need more, don't ask me to come to you and give you more. You come to me and drink. And I believe that's one of the reasons why he gave us this vision of the living water because what the invitation is that God gives us is let him come and whoever wishes let him take the free gift of the water of life. So we have an opportunity this evening to come to Jesus and drink, to receive. And we know that the spiritual principle, the kingdom of God principle, is that if we want to receive 
then we give. We give of ourselves to him and he gives of himself to us. We don't expect him to come to us without us first coming to him and giving of ourselves to him. So many people struggle to get healed because they're asking God to come to them to heal them instead of realizing they need to come to him and yield their lives to him in a fresh way so that they can then receive of his healing power in their lives. It's interesting that in the Gospels it says that Jesus healed all who came to him. It was this coming to Jesus. And we, we see uh, several incidents in the Gospels where people came to him with their various needs and he healed all who came to him. So this, this if you like, is, is the way of travel, that we come to him, we give of ourselves to him, and then he comes to us in the sense that we can drink of the living water of his spirit. So I believe that tonight God wants to move powerfully here by his spirit, not simply to give us an experience of the Holy Spirit so we can go away and say, wow, that was a good meeting. But he wants us to come to him to give of ourselves to him in whatever way we need to in order that he may then give himself to us because we drink of the living water of his spirit. Nobody, not even God, will force you to come. God will never force you to drink. What Jesus said in John 7 is, let he who is thirsty come and drink. If you're not thirsty for more of Jesus in your life, if you're not thirsty for more of the Holy Spirit, then you won't come and drink, in which case you're in for a boring evening because everybody else will be coming to him and drinking. And God, of course, will not refuse us. We cannot be refused. I think we're getting that point now. We cannot be denied. Why? Because we are acting in fulfillment of God's word, of his promise. If he says, come to me and drink of the living water, and we come and we drink, he is going to pour into our lives more of his spirit, more of that living water. The anointing on our lives is going to increase. More of the supernatural will then be evidenced in our lives than is the case at present. And because that happens, then there will be greater fruit, more fruitfulness, more lives will be impacted one way or another in this coming season by the life and the power of God. So how do you drink? Well, you drink. 
uh, I take it that you know how to drink. And I frequently come to the Lord and drink, and I literally drink. I make out with my mouth as if I'm drinking. But it's what I'm believing at the point. I am drinking in of the Spirit, drinking in of the anointing, drinking in of Jesus, more of his life. It's something that we do if we're going to respond to the words of Jesus. And of course, as I've already said, that doesn't mean that we deny in any sense what we have already received of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is God. And we are in a living relationship with God the Father, with God the Son, and with God the Holy Spirit. So why shouldn't we receive more and more and more of him so that that river of life from heaven is constantly flowing into our lives and through, of our, through our lives and out of our lives as rivers of living water. Now God is here. His spirit is forever present. He's not far off and distant. He knows our hearts. He knows whether we are thirsty. We know whether we believe. He knows whether we believe his word. And he knows if we're willing to come to him, yielding ourselves afresh to him, and then drinking in of his spirit. So we're in for a good evening. I'll try that again. We're in for a good evening. What the Holy Spirit would do in you is really dependent upon what he wants to do in you, what he needs to do in you. And it may be that he does some things immediately because the Holy Spirit comes into your life in a fresh and greater way, even during the course of the meeting. It may seem that nothing of any significance happens to you or you don't get any great experience or feeling because we're not talking about uh, emotional feelings. But what you will find is if you have drunk tonight, you will soon notice the difference in what God is doing in your life tomorrow and the day after and next week and the month after. And as you keep drinking, so you will keep seeing that more of the supernatural life of God is being expressed in your life. And God is able to use you increasingly in the fulfilling of his will and purpose and you will become a harvester simply because the river of life will be flowing out of your life. So let's all stand and come back into 
the middle here, we're coming to Jesus. That's why it's always good, you know, just to move out of where you are and to come. You're not coming to me. You're not coming to the worship band. You're coming to Jesus. Physical movement can sometimes help to express the movement that needs to be taking place in our hearts. So let's just be still for a few moments. Close your eyes so that you're not distracted by other things around you. And first of all, thank Jesus for his love for you personally. At this moment, never mind about your ministry to others and so on. This is God meeting with you, equipping you, so that then you can be a greater blessing to others. But just focus on Jesus. Don't focus on yourself. Focus on him. Thank him for his love. Thank him for all his mercy that he's shown you day by day. And as you come to him this evening, if there's anything that needs to be put right with him, do that, confess the sin, Ask for his forgiveness. If there's someone else you need to forgive, be sure to do that so that God will then forgive you. So as you come to him, he is giving you his mercy, he is giving you forgiveness, he is removing the sin and the guilt out of your life. It doesn't take him long to do that. It takes God as long to forgive you as it takes you to ask him. There's never any delay. As soon as you have asked for forgiveness, so long as you've forgiven others, his forgiveness is immediate. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. God in his faithfulness honors the blood of his son and he forgives you right now. It doesn't matter how great the sin, how deep the sin, how persistent the sin, as soon as you ask for his forgiveness, he forgives you. Because you've come to him and you've given the sin to him. So he gives you forgiveness, but he doesn't give you forgiveness till you give him the sin. 
It's the same principle. You give first, then he gives back. Now, are you thirsty? Are you thirsty for more of Jesus in your life? Are you thirsty for more of his spirit? Are you thirsty for more of his love, more of his life, more of his power? Do you want to see more of the supernatural life of God active in your life? Because if so, Jesus is saying to you, come to me and drink. But first, you give yourself to him. Because that's what it means to come to him. So you come to him with your sin and he forgives you. But now you need to bring the vessel that needs to be filled your body which is a temple of the Holy Spirit the scripture says you are not your own you were bought with a price so glorify God in your body you don't just come and say Lord I give you my heart that's okay but the heart is no good unless you've given him your body. Because the heart can't do anything without the body. So present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. So now give him your body. Give him your brain, your mind, so that it can be renewed. You can know the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. Because you give your thinking, your, national, your, your natural, rational thinking over to him so that his thoughts can become your thoughts. Give him your eyes because they are the light of your body. And Jesus says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The light can only pour out of you if the light is pouring into you. So your eyes need to look upon the things that are light, not darkness. God doesn't want you looking upon sin because how can you be effective in reaching the life, lives of sinners if you are preoccupied with sin yourself? So Lord, I come to you and I give you my eyes. I want to behold you. I want to look upon that which is good, that which is edifying that which is light, that which is true, that which is good, 
in your eyes. I can't do that for you, my friend. You have to do that yourself. You have to pray this yourself. Give him your ears that you will listen to the truth, that you want to listen to his, you want to listen to him, to listen to his voice, to his word, to his spirit, taking that word and declaring it to you. Lord, I come to you and give you my body, I give you my mind, I give you my eyes, I give you my ears, I give you my mouth, Lord. My mouth will speak that which is good and edifying. It won't speak judgment and criticism. It won't speak negativity, unbelief, fear, doubt. But Lord, I give you my mouth afresh that it will be a fountain of life, like your word says. You say in your word that my mouth can bring either life or death. I want my mouth, Lord, to be speaking life. Words of life. Words of truth that will set people free. Words of healing. Words of deliverance. Words that are going to set the captives free. Because of the anointing of your spirit that will be upon me. I give you my hands, Lord, to use, to serve you in whatever way is going to be the outworking of your purpose for me. And I give you my feet to go where you would lead me to those that you want me to love, you want me to witness to, you want me to actually be a blessing to them because your life will flow through me to them. So I come to you afresh, Lord. I give of myself spirit, soul, and body. I want your Holy Spirit to be in control of my thinking, in control of my emotions, in control of my decisions, that I won't make decisions after the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Just know that as you come to the Lord, you, you bring your relationships with you. You bring all those that you love, all those that are close to you, those that you relate to. And you want those relationships to be blessed as the living water flows through your life. If there's any other way in which you know you need to surrender, perhaps there's some area of your life where you've been holding on. You've wanted to be in control. You've wanted to maintain control there. You haven't really wanted to surrender that area of your life to God. But he's saying tonight, this is the time to surrender. 
because the measure you give is the measure you get back. Good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over. I don't want to, with God is saying to you, I don't want to withhold anything from you, so please don't hold, withhold anything from me. Give of yourself to me and I will give of myself to you. Now just begin to thank the Lord that he receives this offering of yourself. He receives the gift that you give to him this evening, the gift of yourself, giving yourself afresh to him. Hallelujah. He receives the gift. He takes you into his everlasting arms of love. He takes you into his embrace. This is not sentimental language. This is spiritual reality. I believe God is saying that there are some of you that have been living with the Lord but at a distance, you know, and tonight you're drawing near, you're drawing close. You're coming into the unity with him that he has wanted in your life for a long time. I believe he's saying some of you have felt the Lord has been distant and actually he hasn't been distant from you, you have been distant from him. He is never distant from you, he is always at hand. But you've been distant from him, but that distance from him is disappearing tonight. You wonder why he hasn't been coming to you, well he hasn't been coming to you because you haven't been coming to him. So tonight, that distance between you, that gap between you is disappearing. Hallelujah. You come to him, you are one with him. Now before you start drinking, just worship him. From your heart. Just worship him. Pour out your heart to him in love. Give of yourself to him in worship. You don't need songs. Just let him hear the voice of your heart. He knows what is in your heart, but he knows you need to express what is in your heart. 
So just keep pouring out that praise. Let it, let it be a stream of worship, a stream of praise pouring out of your heart towards him. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. You are so great. Just thank him for that mercy that he's shown you afresh tonight. Thank him for that grace that is always sufficient for you. Thank him that in his love, he always wants the best for you. You're his child. You're his beloved child. And he wants the best for you. Can you praise him? Can you thank him? That he draws you close to himself. There's a scripture that says, I have loved you with an everlasting love and with loving kindness have I drawn you. He's drawing you to himself with his loving kindness. Can you praise him for that loving kindness, that mercy, that compassion, that love? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. I bless you, bless you, bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Praise your holy name. Pura taparia leto papapapara sandaria leni. Santo papapara sitori sandaria leto papapaparama. Bopapapara sandaria leto papapakala sanduma. Bapapapara sandaria leto papapakala sutari sanduma. O papapara sandaria leno masuntama. Hallelujah. Now we're going to begin drinking. You, you can do that in whatever way you think is appropriate for you. You don't have to sort of imitate actually physically drinking if you don't want to, so long as what you believe is that you're receiving now. But understand that you're not doing this out of a selfish motive, simply because you want more of Jesus. You are thirsty and you do want more of Jesus and you do need more of Jesus. And he wants to give more of himself to you. But of course you're coming and drinking not just for yourself but for all those that are going to receive of that living water through your life. However that's outworked in the future. And that's why God is so willing to give to you, not only because he loves you, but because he sees what he is able to do through you to see his kingdom come and his will being done in Horsham, in Crawley, in Worthing, in Burgess Hill, in 25 mile radius and beyond. Hallelujah. So just open your arms, lift your arms, do whatever, but just open yourself to the Lord now to receive. You know, the body, the physical, what we do with the physically with our bodies just indicates, expresses what is in the heart. So an open heart, 
open hands. This is how Jesus would have prayed with arms extended to heaven. Because whenever he prayed, he expected to receive from heaven. So don't look down, don't look at yourself, look up to Jesus. Just believe now that you can drink of that living water, that the living water of his spirit is flowing afresh into your life. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. As we have come to you, so now we pray you come to us in good measure pressed down, shaken together, running over. Lord, I'm thirsty. I believe many more in this room are thirsty. I want more of you, more of your life, more of your love, more of your authority, more of your power, more of your patience, more of your loving kindness, more of your compassion. In my life, Lord, I want more of you more of you, Jesus, more of your spirit, more of your spirit. Lord, every part of my life that I've yielded to you, I want more of your life to be evidenced in every part of my being. Lord, I want the rivers of living water to be flowing into my life right now in a fresh way. I believe that, Lord. I believe I'm receiving from you right now, even as I pray, even as I ask, even as I come to you, so now you come to me, you fulfill your word, you fulfill your promise, and you're pouring your life, you're pouring your abundant life, you're pouring the fullness of your life into my life, and I give you glory, I give you honor, I praise you, Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness, I thank you for your faithfulness. Come, Holy Spirit, come in your supernatural life, Come in your supernatural power. Kopapapara Santori Sata Paparama. O Papapapara Sandaria Leto Papaparanduma. I'm drinking in, Lord. I'm drinking in of your spirit. I'm receiving of your love. I'm receiving of your grace. I'm receiving of your power. Popapapara Sandaria Leto Papapapara Mazuma. Kurapataria Leto Papapapara Sandori Sandama. Thank you, you do not refuse me. Thank you, you do not refuse any of those of your children here who are thirsty, who come to you and drink. Thank you, Lord, that you're pouring out your spirit. Thank you that you're pouring out your spirit. Thank you, you're pouring out your spirit. Papapapara Satu Pakalasitu di Santuma, Papapapara Sandaria Lenoma Soto di Santuma, Kokakaria Leto Papapara Sandarama, O Papapapara, to you belongs all the glory. To you belongs all the glory, Papapapara Sandaria Leto, Papapapara Sandaria Leto, Papaparama, O Papapasatoria Leto, Papapara Sandama. O papapapara sandaria leto papapara sanduma. O papapara sandaria leto papapara sanduma. O papapara sandaria leto papapara sandori sanduma. O papapara sandaria leto papapara sanduma. 
O papa papa ra santori santaria leto papa papa rama O papa 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 kala santaria leto ma O papa papa santaria leto papa papa ra santuma O papa papa santaria leto papa papa ra santaria lenuma I papa papa santaria leto papa papa ra santuma O papa 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 santaria leto papa papa ra santuma O papa papa santaria leto papa kala santori santuma O papa papa santaria leto papa papa santuma O papa papa santaria leto papa papa kala santuma Thank you Lord can thank you Lord river of your glory river of your glory lord tora pataria leto papa papa razanduma o papa papa razandaria leto papa papa zandori sanduma o papa papa river of your glory lord river of your glory flowing from your throne flowing from the glory of your throne your glory lord flowing through our lives bless you praise you we praise you lord you will be glorified you will be glorified in us you will be glorified you will be glorified you will be glorified you will be glorified O papa papa razandaria leto papa parasito di sanduma O papa papa zandaria leto papa parasanduma Korala basandaria leto papa parasan Come on the anointing the anointing is here the anointing is flowing the anointing is increasing Papa papa razandaria leto papa papa parasanduma God is releasing that anointing Papa papara zandaria leto papa papara zanduma Papa paria leto papa pazato papa kalazidri sanduma O papa para zandaria leto papa papa kalazidma O papa para zandaria leto papa papara zandaria lenama O papa papara zandaria leto papa paparama O ra 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 da paradunda makalandarama Oh Jesus 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 Purata papapara zandaria letuma Oh papapara zandaria letu papapakalazidoma Oh papapara zandaria letu papapakalazanduma Thank you Jesus Hallelujah Lord, we thank you. We know you are faithful. We believe you have been faithful, that as we have come to you and drunk, so you have poured out your Spirit upon us afresh. And we thank you for that fresh anointing. We thank you for that fresh empowering. We give you glory. Okay, now the first thing you need to do when you receive from God is to give it away. So get into groups of three now. I think most of us can count to three. One, two, three. Now, I want you to listen carefully because I want you to do exactly what I ask you to do. Not to do things your way, but to do them the way I'm going to indicate to you now. God has released this river of life now. 
that river of life, it says the trees by that river bring healing to the nations. That whatever that life touches, death is turned to life. It's so powerful. Now, what we're going to do is pray for each of the people in your threesome in turn. But you're not going to pray prayers over them. You're not going to pray words over them. Two of you will lay hands on the third one, on their head. This is not just a pally tap on the back. When you pray for people to receive, it needs to be from the head, believing that you know everything in the rest of the body really is dependent upon the head. So you lay hands on the head. And we're just going to keep our hands there for a minute or so, half a minute, something like that, just a short time. But I want those of you who are laying hands on to believe the river of life is flowing through you into the person you're praying for. And I want the third one, I don't want you to be praying prayers. I want you just to stand and receive and believe that you are receiving that life, that power, in whatever way you need to. Now, before you pray for a person, that person may say, well, this is what I'm believing God is going to do. If you can state that, that's good. If it's something too personal, uh, just say, well, there's a need in my life, a personal need in my life that I believe God <coughs> will meet. And then... It's not words. It's not words, you see. It's not words that are going to do it. It's faith. And if we believe that that river of life will flow into the person, that will happen. Okay? So just decide the first one. I'll tell you when to stop praying and to move on to the second person and then the third person. Just do it the way I say. Avoid the temptation to pray words. It's not your words that are going to make any difference. It's your faith. Just believing you are now a channel of God's life to others. That doesn't depend upon your words. It depends upon your faith. So just decide which one is going to receive first. If you can state the need, just in a sentence or two, we don't want a life story, hallelujah. We don't want a book, we just want a sentence. Right, now the other two, lay your hand upon the head of that person. And just believe right now, The life, the power of the Holy Spirit. Believe it as you're praying. The one receiving, just believe now. The life of God, power of God, 
to meet that need. You are imparting in the name of Jesus. So now the three of you just give thanks. Just take your hand away and give thanks. Hallelujah. Thank God for what he has done, what he has imparted. Now another one in the trio. Just state what it is you're believing. It's good to say that. Just be brief. If it's a healing, just state that. If it's some other kind of need, state that. Okay, now two of you lay hands on that one in the same way. Just believe the river of life. Come on, it's what you believe. The river of life is flowing from the throne of God through your life. Your hands are just his instrument now. The scripture says, believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. It doesn't say they need to pray long prayers. It just says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So if you're a believer now, you're laying hands. The river of life is flowing from the throne of God through you to meet the need. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Believe that you're receiving. Jesus says, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received and it will be yours. So let's thank the Lord now. Thank you, Jesus. You don't need five hours of prayer. God is so supernatural, he can do it in five seconds. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your wonderful name. Okay, now the third person. Repeat the process. Just say, The other two now lay hands on. Thank you, Lord, the river of your life is flowing into these brethren right now. Thank you that you're using your children to be instruments of your healing grace. We praise you, Lord. Don't, don't use words. I can hear somebody talking. It's not what you were told to do. Just believe. Never add to the revelation. Just do as the Holy Spirit leads us. Just receive. 
That's not an emotion. It's not a feeling. It's faith. We impart in faith. We receive by faith. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, now let's just give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. Stay in your trios. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise your holy name. <clears throat> right now, this is a, an important part of the whole process. Just go around, the three of you, and say what you believe you have received. That's a very important part of the whole thing. So often people receive prayer, but they don't state what they believe they've received. So just tell the other two what you believe you have received. Again, we don't want a life history, we just want to know what's happened. Praise God. Now, just raise a hand, listen, just raise a hand if you heard something good from someone else. <laughs> See, there's blessing all over the room, isn't there? Come on, let's give God the glory, shall we? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Now, why did I tell you not to use words? Because God wants to teach us an important lesson tonight. That if we are to see the power of God touching the lives of other people through our prayer and through our ministry, it's not because of us, it's totally because of him. It's not our words that are going to do it. It's his grace. It's his life. It's his power. Our faith needs to be that if we obey his word and lay hands, then he will do the business. 
It's not dependent upon a formula of words or getting the formula of words right or making sure that we're expressing faith. If you can lay hands on someone and expect the power of God to come upon them, that's all the faith you need. Amen? Expect the life and power. Now, of course, sometimes it's appropriate to speak some words, but I want you to understand that God does not depend upon your words. He depends upon your faith, what you believe. Jesus said again and again, didn't he? According to your faith, it will be done to you, not according to your words. Amen? Hallelujah. That you will receive whatever you ask in prayer if you believe. Hallelujah. So we did the asking, you see. Each person in turn did the asking, but we believed the power of God. So isn't it wonderful? <clears throat> because you see what God can do here, he can do anywhere. Amen? Because you have the anointing. You don't lose the anointing when you go out the door. Praise God. So he's increasing the anointing on your life so that he can use the increased anointing on your life. Can somebody say hallelujah? Come on, let's really praise the Lord now. Let's have a hallelujah. Come on, we're going to give him all the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. So let's have a song of praise and worship and glory to God. Amen. Just close your eyes for a minute. Jesus is the healer. The Holy Spirit is the anointing.
somebody's indicated what it is, they don't even have to say what it is right now. They're just saying, hey, I need to receive some healing because that's what you're about to do. Receive what is yours. And this evening has been about coming to Him. And as we've come to Him, He is now coming to us. And so if you've indicated to the others in your group, just the other two in the same way, just lay hands on their head right now. You don't need to know, even know what it is. The Bible says believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So you might not even know what's going on, but the Holy Spirit does. And as you're laying hands on the other person, there's an impartation now of healing. So just lay hands, don't say anything. Sometimes we say a lot because our faith is more in our words than in God to do something. So simply just lay your hands on their head and the person who's receiving, you don't have to pray anything, just receive your healing now. Pain draining from your body, leaving your body now. food allergies in your system your system being healed now from food allergies just receive your healing right now oppression just lifting off heaviness lifting off now eardrum being healed now somebody's left eardrum God is just restoring it's like it's been perforated and God is just touching your eardrum he's healing you right now it's him at work in you somebody else you've had sinus issues your sinus is very irritated blocked up very easily but you're susceptible to all kinds of things in the air and your sinuses respond and you get all kinds of issues and your eyes running and sinuses getting blocked and up all sorts so just receive your healing now somebody else you've been having aching kidneys for a while and you've been to the doctors a few times but that hasn't helped or they haven't quite got to the issue and just believe the Lord saying I, I know the issue receive your healing you're going to sleep well tonight because you're not going to be uncomfortable you're not going to be in ache you're not aching and you're not going to be aching and in pain somebody else you've been anxious about something with your family and how what outcome there might be you've been very anxious and the Holy Spirit as these guys are laying hands on you you're saying receive my peace total well-being
anxiety lifting off as you know God is in control, he's in charge, he's got it all in his hands. Thank you, Jesus. Just receive your healing. If there's others in the group, just swap over and lay hands on them. on their head just receive what is yours receive your healing thank you Father thank you Lord we don't have to work anything up this is the Holy Spirit touching people's lives imparting healing thank you Jesus thyroid you've had an issue with your thyroid and, and God is healing you right now somebody else a couple of people the thyroid is, and somebody's healing both of you God is healing both of you now thank you Jesus somebody else you've had like inflammation in the base of your back and at the base of your spine it's like an inflammation of tissue in there and it's caused quite a lot of discomfort and, and it's got a particular name I don't know what the name is but you know what the name of it is and and God is healing you right now that that issue is going that inflammation is going down your, your back's going to ease up as God just puts things in place puts things in order right now Thank you, Jesus. Somebody else, you've had a problem with one of your hips, just clicking and not quite being right. I don't know if that's due to an accident or something, but God is touching your hip right now. You can feel it. You, you, as soon as they laid hands on you, you felt a burning sensation. I think it's in your left hip, but a burning sensation. It's like God is healing whatever is happening in there now. You're, gonna, you're not going to have any clicking, no discomfort. You're, he's realigning some stuff now. Thank you, Jesus. You can receive whatever you need from him now. You don't need necessarily a word of knowledge, but just receive what is yours now. Thank you, Jesus. If you need to swap round to somebody else, then just do that now. If there's somebody else in your group, maybe all of you needed to receive. If... That's, that's your group then just now lay hands on the third person in your group thank you Father just receive your healing right now receive your healing just take what is yours thank you Father thank you Jesus thank you Lord somebody Somebody's knees, you're getting healed of, uh, you got like water on the knee and, and, and it's like the Holy Spirit's just in there draining some stuff, sorting some stuff, doing only what he can do to bring total ease and healing to your knee and that joint. Thank you, Lord. It's not going to cause you pain and restriction any longer. Thank you, Father, your healing grace right now.
Thank you, Jesus. Just take what is yours. Receive what is yours. As he's giving it, you're receiving it. Thank you, Father, for health and wholeness in my body. Health and wholeness in my mind. Health and wholeness in my emotions. Where the Holy Spirit is, there's not room for other stuff. from the Lord in some way some healing just raise one of your hands if you know you've just received some healing thank you Jesus anybody else a number of people thank you Father thank you Jesus just tell the group right now what what God's just been doing in you like we did before just tell him what's just happened what is happening in your body now some good stories good testimonies amen maybe on your way out in a few minutes you can fill an orange card in and we can read it out on a Sunday or whichever congregation you're at you can write a card thanking God for what he's been doing tonight whichever whatever you've received uh, especially when you know something's been happening we want to give glory to the Lord amen and uh, you know when one sinner repents Bible says there's more rejoicing in heaven than there is over 99 righteous ones so why why is that really important because God never despises the day of small things he'll never say well that's great but what I'm really looking for is that over there thousands he rejoices over every person there's a party in heaven it says there's great rejoicing in heaven over one person that gives their life to him and we we want to be like that with anything that god does so you, you receive some healing you want to be jesus i thank you that is awesome why because we always want to be grateful for everything he does otherwise we end up going yeah well that's great but what i'm really after is that what i'm really waiting for is this and and we we, we never get to this unless we rejoice over that what God is doing now we are thankful for what he's doing amen and in that thanksgiving that that is part of the release of of more in 
terms of what God wants to do. So shall we thank him for what he's been doing tonight, shall we? Come on, let's thank him. Thank you, Jesus. You're so good. So, so good. We praise your name. Praise your name. Thank you, Jesus.